Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is the Rose and Shine podcast, featuring the Swedish sisters Josephine Roos and Victoria Roos-Solson. Based in Stockholm and New York, we share experiences from our international lives and careers. Hi, dear listeners. Hi. In this episode, we are really happy to have Anders Virén from Tria, a Swedish mobile operator, joining us. And since I'm in the midst of my move to Colombia, Uvik went ahead and I just listened to your very interesting conversation. Yeah, what did you think? I thought it was really, really interesting and useful that the focus of your conversation was on how to grow your career in a traditional job. Mm-hmm. And uh, Anneliese is a really impressive and inspiring one. I know. <laughs> so to me, as you're starting a new job, I really enjoy the concrete tips towards the end of the episode. And especially the loving your priorities and the related over-deliver on what is the most important priorities. Yeah, so actually, if you wish to reflect a little bit on your own career while you're listening, it might be a good idea to already now print out the pep sheet, right? With the related questions. Perfect. On rosenshine.com. Yeah. So with this episode, we also have some more news. And we're very happy and very excited to be able to share that we're launching the Roos and Shine Corporate Clubs. Which was not really part of our original plan, right? No, exactly. The idea emerged as we were approached by the Swedish teleoperator, Tria, or Three, whether the Roos and Shine Clubs concept could be developed and applied for corporate female networks. And we thought that was an excellent idea, and others started to approach us with similar questions. So we have since then developed the concept. And what we do is that we help organizations with an existing female network or those wanting to create one. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) And provide them with relevant monthly themes and discussion topics for their network to engage in. Yeah. So just like for the individual, there are pep sheets accompanied with these specific podcast episodes for the corporate clubs. And they bring in, you know, the themes that are easily facilitated, but very important and relevant for organizations. So based also, of course, on the need of the network, we can provide additional support and input. But if you want to, this will actually bring you to be quite self-sufficient, always having these good topics at hand, etc. And many organizations are increasingly thinking about gender and especially in the aftermath of the Me Too movement. Yeah. And while thinking that they should do something, many organizations aren't really sure how to approach these topics or this theme. So this is where the Rose and Shine Corporate Clubs can provide inspiration and also some structure. Yeah. 
So if you're listening and think that this might be of interest to your organization, visit our webpage, www.roosandshine, that's R-O-O-S-N-Shine.com, and send us an email requesting more information. Yeah. So now, for anyone, corporate club or not, uh, happy listening. This episode is about growing your career in a more traditional sense. So getting that job in an organization and keep growing. Previously, I've had the opportunity to learn and grow a lot by actually following the more traditional career route. This is Victoria sending from Stockholm and as my sister is absorbed by her upcoming move, I've invited Anne-Louise Virén, Chief Commercial Officer for Hallon, a mobile operator in Sweden. A warm welcome, Anne-Louise. Thank you. Nice to be here. It's great to have you here. You're working for Tre, and as we have listeners from over 60 different countries, and Tre is a Swedish organization, do you want to quickly say what it is that you're doing? Um, yes, of course. Three is a mobile operator on the Swedish market. We are a challenger in quite a traditional market. We've been in business for 15 years and we are offering mm-hmm. services to both consumer and corporate customers. We have two brands. We have the three brand, which is the main brand. And then we also uh-huh. have our fighting brand, Hallon, uh, which has been in market good. for yeah five years. Excellent. So three is also actually one of the Rosenshine's first corporate club. And I was visiting you a couple of weeks ago and you were giving a presentation just before me and I loved it. And I immediately thought that I need her to get on to our podcast. But do you want to tell us a little bit about your role? I believe your title, Chief Commercial Officer, sounds excellent. But what does it actually mean? <laughs> well, it actually means that I'm I'm head of Halon. I'm... Um... I'm basically responsible for our sub-brand, Hallon. Uh, we're a small team. We have basically all different uh, areas within our team. We have marketing and sales and IT mm-hmm. and customer service mm-hmm. and so on. So I'm basically just head of the team, making sure that we reach target and uh, focus on the future and keeping my staff motivated, inspired and making us move forward. And happy, really, right? Yeah, really happy. <laughs> Achieving the results. Yeah, yes. Excellent. So I remember from this presentation that you showed, you started out, so this was for all the female leaders within the the entire organization, also the, the TRIA section. And you showed a slide introducing yourself with three pictures, which I thought was brilliant in itself. And the very first picture, and I wonder if you did check that with your husband, actually, <laughs> because this is something I typically do. I include my husband yeah. in all these crazy stories, yeah. and I kind of forget to source. Well, but anyway, so he was there um, with your two young children, and tell me just a little bit about the picture, and how come you picked that very specific picture? <laughs> well, I realized that I wanted to show like a true picture of myself and my family, and what my life is all about at the moment, and I have two small kids, as you said. Um, Um, there are three and one and a half. And the picture just shows my husband being very tired, exhausted, looking kind of confused at the uh, breakfast table. The kids are like the three-year-old. He's, he looks totally crazy. Uh, he's trying to strangle his little brother. And then you can also see our living room in the background, which is, you know, it's just a mess. And that's really how it is. And I, I wanted to be as true as possible to to the re- reality because it's really easy to show something That's not really true and something that I, how I want it to be, but not really how it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Well, this is the reality. Yeah, I thought that was really brave of you because here you were with all these other women and it was just really open and it got everyone just immediately, I guess, recognizing themselves from different situations in their life. So that was the first picture that you yeah. showed saying, this is the way it is, you know. Yeah, it's, this is me. And then, yeah, and the other picture was of a banana peel. And in Sweden, we have that saying, like, you slip on a banana peel, so you kind of end up somewhere almost by coincidence. But why did you pick that picture? Well, I wanted to tell them, you know, okay, how did I get this job? How did I get here? And to be true, it's really kind of a banana peel. I've just basically, I've been doing lots of different things, always having fun jobs. And I actually started working within three by coincidence. And then I started working at the loyalty department as a CRM analyst. And then I was, you know, I kind of got the question, do you want to work with product management? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just like, yeah, why not? Um, tried that and did it for like three years. And then someone asked, do you want to be head of the product management team? And I was like, yeah, of course. Did that. And then the other opportunity arose, which is where I'm now, head of Hallon. Mm-hmm. And I got the question just, I was super pregnant, um, about to go home and have my second child. And we had a new CEO. And of course, after a couple of months, he did this quite big reorganization. Uh-huh. And I got the question, do you want to, when you come back, do you want to be in charge of Hallon? And I just basically said, of course. <laughs> so it's been yeah. kind of a banana peel. You know, I haven't really had a plan yeah, and a clear goal of where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. So I can't really say, you know, why did I end up at this particular role? I don't know, really. I've just taken the opportunities that that's been in front of me. You know, I think that's a great way of saying it. And I was thinking about a lot of senior managers, not a lot, but some say, well, it's because of I've had this really good luck. Right. Yeah. And I found this quote on on luck and I I think it kind of fits into you because you say, well, and then that opportunity came along, etc. But I love this quote and it says, good luck is when opportunity meets preparation, while bad luck is when lack of preparation meets reality. Yeah. Isn't that a good one? It's a really good one. And I, I would say it's so true because by not having a goal, that doesn't mean that I haven't worked hard or I haven't been aiming at anything but it's all about preparations yeah exactly and you do strike me as someone you know you came really prepared you've been preparing now etc so I also think it's kind of a thing that senior leaders we owe to younger leaders also explaining that it's not by coincidence that I ended up here right and I think then your your next picture was a heart with the text centered in the heart where it said work harder Maybe that's kind of building on that, right? Exactly, because there's nothing glamorous to it. I've been working hard. I've been working really, really hard. And I have since, you know, since school, basically. And all time through university and all the the different positions that I had, I've been working really hard. And I, I really agree with you there that we should be honest about that, that, you know, this didn't just happen to me. No. It came with a price. But also the heart shows, for me, it shows that I've been working hard, but I've also been in places where I've had fun because if you're going to work hard, you know, it's going to cost you hours and energy. And then you need to really be somewhere where you, you get energy back. You need to be somewhere that you like, you know, surrounded by people you like and doing things that of course, not every day is, is fun, but you know, the majority of days should definitely be fun. 
So talking about fun, which I completely agree with you, and it's so important because if you are going to put all those hours, as you say, and also on top of that, I find all that energy, you know, that goes into yeah. a job like this, yeah. you need to be in a fun place. So you said, you know, you came up with five. These are my best advices to others that aspire to really grow a great career. And the first, and we'll go through them and explore them a little bit together. And the very first one was actually just that pick a fun job. So you want to explore a little bit further on that? Well, yeah. If you want to do a kind of a traditional career, it's basically about competition. You know, it's competition because the higher you get in the organization, the fewer are the seats. Mm -hmm. So it's all about yeah. competition and, and being the best basically at everywhere you are. And to become the best, you really need to practice. Yeah, If you're going to practice, then well, you have to like it. I think it's almost impossible to become really good at something that you don't like. Yeah, And I'm not even sure that you will like something that you're not good at. So, you know, you should go for a job you really like. And you should also, I think, ask yourself quite frequently, am I at the right place, you know? That's a good That's a good point, to, to really stop once in a while and say, am I still having fun? Is this yeah. a great place for me to be? And you said also to actually keep learning? How do you get better? What do you do at work to learn and get better? I think to, you know, always having an open mind, listening to people, listening to colleagues, mm -hmm. ask for advice, and we will get back to that later maybe, but, you know, ask for help and keep your eyes open and your ears open, I think. Yeah. All the time and try to be, you know, make time for it in your agenda even to, to learn something every, maybe not every day, You might not have that time, but at least every week, you know. Yeah. And and those of you who know me, you know that my passion is really learning. And I, I agree with you there. And I think if you want to learn, you are immediately engaged. You know, if you are not interested in learning more about what you do, probably you are not exactly what you're saying, enjoying it so much. Exactly. And we had this former CEO of three, um, Nicolas Högberg. He's a huge inspiration to me. Mm -hmm. He used to say that, you know, to ask himself and his colleagues that, you know, it's not a right to work here. It's not a human right to be here. It's neither an obligation. You don't mm. have to be here. Of course, you, you might have to be here tomorrow to get your salary, but you don't have to be here really for the long run. And if you don't like it here, if you don't like the culture or the management or your colleagues or whatever, you know, I think you should, you know, go find a new job yeah. that suits you better. And I think I tend to ask myself the question every now and then, you know, do I really like it here? Because... Yeah. If not, then I should I, move, you know. that That's so true. And we speak a lot about that within Franklin Covey as well. Yeah. The fact that, you know, it's all about a choice and where is your engagement and where are you on that scale of engagement, etc. So, and also if I look at people around me and I often get in my role questions about what's your best career advice, etc. It's really to find and work with something that you feel really passionate about. Yeah. And those are the ones that, do succeed that really love what they do yeah and I guess there are periods maybe where you take on an assignment or the things that you know maybe they're not that exciting but you do it for for the next step exactly you know, and if it's short enough it's fine right yeah yeah and also I I read this um you know Sharon Sandberg the CEO of Facebook mm -hmm. she said you shouldn't look at your career as a ladder that you're gonna climb all the way up Because sometimes you need to look at it more like a jungle gym. Maybe you have to, you know, move a bit to the right or to the left and then continue climbing yeah. the ladder. Yeah. And I think that's also, you know, you, 
don't stay just to wait for the next step to appear if you don't like where you are today then it's better to move aside and then continue to climb yeah that's a great way of putting it i agree and i think that's also one of the advantages with the new working life today that you know people are not expected to just do the traditional route even though you still can do it yeah. you can do it less traditional right yeah So that's the the first one. Pick a fun job, enjoy what you do and keep learning there. And then the second one you said is work hard. And we've touched on it briefly already. (laughs) But what does it mean to you? What is work hard for you? I think it's quite simple, actually. It really is, you know, work hard. Be prepared to work hard. And once again, you know, ask yourself, is it worth it? Do I want to work this hard? If the answer is no, then don't, you know. But then maybe you (laughs) want to make this traditional career but you don't have to, you know, there are so many other things in life to do. But if you want to to go the more, you know, traditional career path, mm-hmm. then, yeah, you need to work hard. And it will take, you know, it's both about actually hours you spend on your work. Yeah. And also the energy you put in. I agree. Career is competition. So, you know, you will have to work hard to be able to win. And I think it's also then about being, what you say, courageous and ask yourself, why am I doing this? Exactly. You know, do I want to be part of this? Do Am I enjoying that? Is that going to ultimately fulfill me? And if the answer is yes, because I love it and yeah. I, I can really see myself there at the top or, uh, or I want to, whatever contribution it is that you want to make. I mean, we spoke with Pom last uh, week and she was just saying that, how exciting that she wanted to add value to people. You know, that was her key mission. So if you keep doing that, doing what's important to you, you probably will will work hard, actually. Yeah. And and for me, it's been always the combination. Am I working hard and also learning? Yeah. You know, yeah. because I find sometimes you can still work really hard, and but you can do things that you already know, but it still takes all of that energy. Yeah. So that's important. Yeah. And I love the feeling. Um, I love the feeling of, you know, if I get to do what I did yesterday today, I would actually do it better because I learned, yeah. you know, and I love yeah. that feeling. And that really keeps me motivated that... Because it's, it's true for basically everything that, you know, maybe not yesterday, but if I would do the things I did a month ago again, I would do them better, you know. Yeah. But how do you keep the energy up to be able to work hard then? Then there comes my third, to prioritize. Uh-huh. And it's not only about prioritizing, it's also about, and this is the hardest part, to make friends with your, your priorities and yeah. to really feel in your heart that, this is the right thing for me. And that's something I struggle with every day. But because it's one thing to realize that, okay, I will prioritize my kids, my husband and my job. And that's basically all the time that I have right now with two small kids and this job Mm -hmm. and, you know, trying to keep my relationship with my husband at a decent level, you know, not just about (laughs) logistics. But it's kind of hard because at the same time, I'm like most women in this part of the world, at least, you know, I I want to be healthy. I want to be training for the marathon. I want to do yoga every day. I should be, you know, baking cakes for my kids uh, (laughs) kindergarten. And, you know, there's so many things that I can sometimes feel that I, why am I not doing it? Yeah. And then I need to go back to my, the things I prioritize and realize, you know, but that's not my priorities. Yeah. I loved how you put that, make friends with your priorities. I thought that was really nicely put. 
and you're absolutely right. There's so many good things that we can do. And I mean, I've really been in your place as well. I remember it so well with two young girls and working extremely hard and all the other mothers showing up for school with their home bake yeah. kind of stuff <laughs> and <laughs> in their yoga clothes. And I was there like, running in my business suit and like yeah and that was it I'd say yeah depends different environments have it more or less right yeah so then you need to be able to ask yourself and remember and remind yourself what is it that I'm doing what am I communicating yeah and that's really what you said before as well that to also to be responsible about how you communicate about yourself and what your priorities are that yeah and once again I struggle with this as well but not to pretend to be something that I'm not, to pretend that I'm also doing yoga and training for the marathon and baking cakes and doing yeah. you know, all the things that I don't do because <laughs> it's impossible, you know, in my life at least at the moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I have to remind myself because I'm also, I want to show on Instagram and Facebook that, you know, oh, look at this, uh, I made this overnight oats or this wonderful yeah. cake or, but I don't. And yeah. to kind of be responsible and not sending the message of me being some kind of... Yeah, that's important. Not some kind of superwoman, Exactly. Right? No yeah. superwoman here. It's, it's <laughs> no, all about but... prioritizations. And... Yeah, 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 definitely. And I think the thing what I've seen, and I'm a little bit older than you, my girls are also at least 10 years ahead of, of your sons. And I think what I've come to realize is that when you're in the midst of that craziness and that picture, I mean, it said it all. I have a similar one in our photo album. <laughs> My husband would die if it was on the screen, but I've shared so much other crazy stuff about yeah. him. So it's so and I'm thinking that there's like a time for everything. And right now, you know, with two teenage girls at home, it's, it's great. I can do yoga together with them yeah. or oh. I can go for a run and stuff because there's no one else at home. You know, we're happy with we have a dog now so someone yeah. <laughs> is greeting us when we come home from work right but there is a time for everything yeah. it doesn't mean that you're cutting out those things forever but exactly. right now yeah. you know in this period you'll have so many times to do overnight oats yeah. <laughs> it will be out of fashion by then but you know Probably. but still it's all there waiting for you you will have a long life hopefully yeah. so yeah but so dare to prioritize that's first of all like for yourself, right? Yeah. And, you know, love your own priorities. Uh, but is that it? What about in working life? Yeah, of course. You, you need to um, prioritize wisely when it comes to what you spend your work hours on. You know, it's so it's so easy to over-deliver on things that really doesn't matter to anyone. Mm -hmm. So try to, of course, over-deliver could be really good for you, but you should do it on the things that's actually important Yeah. for your boss, yourself, so tell me a little bit about that. You say things that are, you know, over deliver on the things that are actually important. Are there any typical traps or? Yeah, I think there are. And I've been there myself, of course, and I still accidentally fall back. But <laughs> I read this study that was really interesting to me and an eye opener in many ways. Why aren't there more women in top positions? Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And of course, there are several different uh, reasons to this, mm -hmm. but they found out that women are much more likely to actually raise their hands on assignments that really doesn't get you anywhere. And by that, they meant like taking notes on meeting, arranging birthday parties or, you know, buying cake for a goodbye party or whatever, you know, that women are so much more likely to, in an organization, be the one who said, well, I can do that. I can take notes. I can buy the cake or I can arrange the birthday party. So you mean like if the manager just sort of randomly calls exactly. out, who'd like to take on? Exactly. Yeah. That's so interesting. So you mean then that women are more likely to raise their hand? Yeah. And of course, this is nice and we should all help out with these things that we don't normally have anyone, you know, assigned to do. Mm -hmm. But we should all do it, not only the women. Yeah. Because it will take you, you know, arranging a birthday uh, party, for example, it will take you an hour or two. And, you know, you could have spent that hour doing something more important or being with your family yeah. or, you know, doing yoga. Yeah. You know, you should be really careful with these assignments that you don't end up being the one always helping out. People will yeah. like you, but it won't take you anywhere. No, that's, and I guess it again goes back to your priorities. If exactly. your work is, you know, to, well, I'm here, I'm enjoying this position where I'm at and, and it's great and I don't like too many responsibilities, but I love to arrange the afternoon coffee or the birthday party, then fine. But if you really want to go and, and grow, yeah, well, start to, to challenge yourself. Is this what's going to add most value to my career? Exactly. I, I think that research is so interesting. Yeah, it is. And the same study actually showed that we also have a responsibility as managers because If you look at the managers, it's we're much more likely to ask, if we ask someone, we are much more likely to ask a female colleague, you know, can you help me with this? Really? Yeah. So the manager will more look for uh, the women in the group. If you need help with something that's really not, you know, a professional task, it could be, you know, buying a cake or buying a gift for someone. Managers that's are more so likely to ask a female colleague than a coworker than a male one. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking back to all the teams I've been in and I... I'm definitely thinking about all the gifts I've been buying exactly. and thinking that, you know, Me as well. and it's, it's like rushing to the big department store after yeah, work, trying exactly. to find the perfect gift. And I'm like, yeah, why was that me? When you have the assignment, you, from my perspective and looking at myself, it's like I'm even over delivering on that one, you know, yeah. buying the perfect gift from the perfect store, you know, wrapping it in the yeah. most beautiful gift yeah. paper. But, you know, no one cares, really. 
it won't take you anywhere, you know, career wise. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. I mean, I'm right now, I can so relate to that. I'm the class mom for yeah. one of my daughters. <laughs> and I'm like asking myself so many times, because you do write then to the other parents and yeah. like, who can help out this? And no one is responding, you know, no. and I'm like, do they think that I, I don't work or, you know, that yeah. my schedule isn't completely packed? But then I, again, I'm asking myself, why am I doing that? And as yeah. it happens, my daughter really loves when I am involved in the class. And I'm thinking that's just going to not last maybe for that long. So I, I that's really the right do it priority then. Sake. And then, yeah. you know, yeah. you know that, okay, I'm doing this for a reason and I yeah. chosen to prioritize this. Then fine. I try to remind myself quite often. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how long it will stay on my priority <laughs> list. But for now it's there. Yeah. So so that's but that's really, really interesting. So if you want to grow your career, do consider what are all these things that because we said we work hard, we should have a fun job, but actually there to prioritize. Yeah. And then apparently women more likely fall into the trap of, of taking on things that are really nice and will make everyone like you in yeah. the office but that don't actually make you grow in your career. Exactly. Hmm, how interesting. So that was your sort of third advice. And, yeah. And then going into the fourth advice was really focus at where you are now. What did you mean about that? Well, I think it's a good advice, you know, that Going back to, you know, that, okay, career is competition and you need to become like the best to be able to take the next step. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really good idea to focus on your current assignment and like, okay, what am I here to deliver? Over deliver on that and focus on that rather than, you know, showing that I'm prepared to do something else or because you're probably or you could be the only one at the office doing the exact thing that your ro yeah. role includes. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of... It's an easier field for you. There's less competition to become the best at it. Yeah, that's a great point, actually. I think so many people fall short of this because they're so focused on their next step yeah. or making their moves and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And always like adding competence and looking at other areas. But, you know, keep learning in your current position and try to be as good as possible on that one. And of course, you know, you should show that, okay, I can think bigger and all that. You know, I could work strategically and everything. But Focus on what your current assignment is and do it really, really good. And that's, you know, have you ever thought about, you know, some people, you know, they feel almost like stuck in their role and they're quite yeah. frustrated. And yeah. then eventually they leave and there's a new person on the job. And that person comes in with a complete new paradigm of mm -hmm. what can be done and kind of makes, turn this previously dull job into something super exciting yeah. and and you were thinking like wow this is exactly all what this other person was looking for yeah that this new person now has created exactly I, agree. I guess I guess many of us are kind of stuck in that you've seen this role this is what expected that and maybe you put your energy in this future role that you would have to yeah. or want to have rather than what if I could just create this role and make it so exciting? What is it that I would do and ask and everything? That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, right. So focus at where you are now and make that excellent. Make yeah. it your passion, yes. even if it wasn't maybe initially. Yeah, Okay. Exactly. So, so then you're... Final big advice yeah. for everyone is ask for help. Tell yes. me about that. Well, of course, you know, no one knows everything. And I would say in most organizations, there are so many competent, 
really nice, helpful people. So do ask for help. Mm -hmm. Use your network, work your network, have a network. Because there will be plenty of times when you, it could be that you're going to do something that you actually don't know how to do. Then you can ask, you know, how would you have done it? But also, you know, just could be all kinds of questions, but there's always people wanting to give help to you. That's so interesting. And we discussed that in the previous episode as well, that we're very often inclined to not ask for help for some reason, that that would make us less good or whatever it is. Do you have any good examples when you yourself really ask for help? Yeah, I would say this is actually something that I'm really good at. I have mm-hmm. no problem at all at asking Like my for sister help. then, because that's what she's yeah. saying too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, for example, when I was going to start uh, here at Hallon and my new job, at the moment I was on um, maternity leave and, you know, I was going to start in January and, and in like October, November, I started thinking, you know, okay, how, how am I going to do this? How do I best mm-hmm. approach this new position? How do I start? Because I want to, of course, I, I understand that it's important to kind of start easy and listen to my coworkers and understand where we are and the challenges and opportunities and everything. But at the same time, I know myself, I just want to jump in there and start doing things. Yeah. So how do you do this in the best possible mm-hmm. way? So mm-hmm. first of all, I read this book that a friend of mine recommended to me, First 90 Days. I think it's quite oh, a yeah. well-known mm-hmm. book, but it was really mm-hmm. good. So that's kind of asking for help in books, because there are so many yeah. good management yeah. books. Mm-hmm. Also, I had lunch with two of uh, my people I've been working with, to the former CEO of Three, mm-hmm. Nicolas Högberg. And I asked him, you know, how, how would you have done it? Because I think he he's a really good leader. So I listened to him so and I took his advice. not only help, but also asking for advice, really. Yeah, asking for advice. Mm-hmm. How would mm-hmm. you do it? Yeah. And I got some really good advice and I keep thinking about them. And, you know, I still use them. And also I met with another inspirational leader in my network and asked her, you know, how would you do this? And then I got two different versions and then I also had the book. And then I, of course, I had myself yeah. and, and everything I I think I knew from before. So I kind of, you know, merged everything and it was really helpful for me. So you did that during your uh, maternity leave then yeah. in preparation. And I think that's so good. You know, sometimes I, I hear leaders worried and concerned about leaders within their organization going for maternity or even paternity leave. Yeah. But how great it is to have that mental break once yeah. in a while. And actually so good. you can use it for those times also, you know, when it's time for a nap for your baby and actually go and, and have those chats and, and learn, etc. Yeah. Take a little bit of a time out, right? Yeah. I really enjoyed it. You know, it's it was a good break from everything. And you know, you got the the motivation back and some energy Different kind of energy, but, you know, it really, yeah. I really wanted to get back to the office after being home for a couple of months. But, you know, it was yeah, a really so good you break. See, they're, every, they're good and bad with all but And it is yeah. good to change energies once yes. in a while. Okay, so you're, just to sum up, your five big advices is one, pick a fun job. Two, work hard. Three is dare to prioritize. And I would add, love your priorities. I loved how you said that. <laughs> Four is focus at where you are now. So be in the moment and make that brilliant. And five, ask for help and advice. Yes. Good summary. Those are some great, great advices, Annelies. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thanks for having me. So we're about to sum up and um, really talking about that. When we met was at the female network at Tria. Is it important to have those female networks? What's your take on that? 
I would say definitely yes. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's it's hard to be a leader. Yeah. You know, you are challenged basically every day in different areas. Mm-hmm. But I would say it's, it might be even harder to be a female leader in at least a traditional male organization, which, you know, most mm-hmm. organizations are kind of at least on a manager level. Yeah, still. There are yeah. more male than females. So I think it's really important because we can share experiences and we can really encourage each other and keep learning and sharing. And yeah, I think our female leader uh, network here at 3 is so important and I'm really proud to be to be part of it. Yeah, that's great. And I, I think, and we've spoken about it previously as well, but the importance of, of boosting each other mm-hmm. and also, you know, the female leaders that have made the top to, you know, be proud and stand up and share the reality and, yeah. and coach others, you know. Exactly. And it's a little bit the idea of what we're talking about, just Finn and I, the positive feminism, you know, trying to really see, we don't, you know, we should do it in, in our way, the female way, and, and it will be really adding value, I think, to lots of organizations and and the world, really. Yes, I agree. Couldn't agree more. So excellent. So I'm quite excited. You and I will meet a lot more through the Roos and Shine Corporate Club. And if you are working for an organization, any one of you listening and think, wow, this is a great idea. Our club should also join the Roos and Shine Network. Please let us know and you'll find more information on that on the Roos and Shine webpage. So that's Roos, which is R-O-O-S and Shine. So as previously said, a little flirt with rice and shine to get some great energy. So thank you so much, Annelise, for joining today. Thank you, everyone, for having listened. If you want to give us a boost, so please subscribe and give us a five-star rating on your podcast provider. And until next time. Bye. Bye, Thanks for having me. Bye. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.